this episode 31 of Real Estate Podcast. I am here with Adam. I'm here with Travis. I'm here with Griffin. And we watched Alien Covenant finally. Well, it's the build-up. We've been watching yes. the Alien movies, Close Encounter, The Abyss, Fire and Sky. We worked our way yes. up to Alien Covenant. And what, in my opinion, what a terrific payoff. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean. Absolutely. Absolutely. fucking love um, Considering that we know that with Prometheus that this is part of a new prequel tr- trilogy, like Ridley Scott's Star Warsing the shit out of this franchise now, bring it on! Um, like <clears throat> it's a good middle movie. Oh yeah, like definitely a good. It's a solid middle movie that ends in a way that you're like, all right, whatever. We kind of get what would happen in the next film if it never got made. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do you mean? Well, I mean, <laughs> it, it, it ends in a way that I think you can connect the dots. Yeah, well, yeah, of course. Um, but where are they going? Well, they're going to that planet, of course, right? Mm-hmm. But is yeah. that is that where he's taking them, or is he going to turn well, them around? Well, whenever they wake up, shit's going to fucking be <laughs> fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Try my gangster, yeah. guys, you know? <laughs> right. Well, all right. So this this movie takes place ten years after Prometheus mm-hmm. takes place, right? Okay, and which was a got, great movie. Yes, but I think that I kind of like Alien Covenant a little bit better. Oh, it to was be better. Honest. I, I did <laughs> I mean, too. Well, I mean, it, it was had more. I think, obvious. Well, obviously because we actually had more. I mean, it was an alien movie. We actually had yeah. more aliens. <laughs> yeah, it, whereas like Prometheus was more human driven. It was a backstory, baby. Traffic, you know? baby, a little traffic, you know. <laughs> I mean, I think I think a, I think a few reviews I read uh, post film, uh, it was very. They, they always claimed it was like back to form for Ridley Scott, and I think I agree. Like, well, I don't. Good. I don't really feel like he necessarily left form as much in Prometheus because Prometheus is kind of like a. Blade Runner. Well, I mean, I can agree with that as well. I didn't, I didn't dislike Prometheus. I enjoyed watching it as well. Right, but you know what I mean. Like they kind of, uh, you know, Blade Runner is really kind of a uh, uh, an introspective look at humanity in a lot of ways. So yeah. that's how, to me, that's how Prometheus felt. But this felt like, okay, we've got all this like heaven and hell and creators and we kind of got all that out of the way. We got it out of our system in the first go around. So now let's yeah. get to the heart of it, you know? Yeah. Um, I, yeah I, get, I get what you're saying. You picking up what I'm putting down? Yeah. <laughs> putting, it, putting it in my pocket and sharing it with the next friend. Oh, shit. <laughs> What's that in your pocket? It's a little griff. Yeah. You know, it's like, a little... A little, little Griff book, you know. You <laughs> um, uh, so they're they're going to this planet. Um, to start, they're they're on a colony mission. Just it's an Earth-like planet. They've got colonists. They've got embryos. They've got everything they need to set up shop on a different planet. And then shit goes wrong. Whenever Walter deploys the cells. <clears throat> These cells oh. were so badass, <laughs> dude. I, I think I, I think I think we know that the at the core of this movie, 
the there was a bad lieutenant decision. Shit, which one? There was more than one bad oh, lieutenant decision. The, the initial. Oh, I mean, never mind the fact that uh, Waylon screwed up and made David. That's <laughs> that's the general. That's the bad lieutenant decision of the Alien franchise. That's established. Yeah, but um, but I think it was the fact that that stupid captain that that was in command once the once the uh, neutron burst hit the ship, which was very well designed, might I, yeah. might I say. I, I enjoyed it. It had a, I don't know. It made me, I guess, it made me think of the Hyperion from uh, Star. Right. The, uh, the Terran ship. Yeah. But I really liked how they incorporated the, uh, the light cell. Yeah. Yes. I love the way that thing Or the goes. solar cell. I guess I got it wrong. I'm not sure, but... Whatever it was that was recharging the uh, the ship, it was really uh, it was it was cool. I enjoyed the aesthetics of the film were so so good. The movie so looked good. amazing. Yes, it was. Yeah, so we all like, watched the same copy. Yes, that. Oh yeah, yeah. the big one. <laughs> the the Sparkster. Yeah, whatever. It looked yeah. good, man. Didn't it? Though? Well worth the wait. Yes. Um, I mean, I come on. I wish I would have went and watched it in theaters. I just, I enjoy it better at home. Yeah. Well, sometimes, I don't know about you guys, but I'm one of these people in a movie. I'm watching something and something happens. I'm like, wait a minute. I'll backtrack. I'll skip <laughs> back a little bit. I'm like, I need to well, see that I, again. Well, I'm one I of those like, people. Yeah, I like it if, uh, I like it. I like having the ability to, if I mishear somebody. Pause it, go to the bathroom or, come, yeah, stop it, kick it back a few seconds. Like, I'll. Like I know we're I know I'm jumping a little too soon, but like when in in our Game of Thrones segment when Bran it's relevant, but like when Bran says chaos is a ladder to Littlefinger, I think I had to rewind that like five times to figure out that's what the fuck he said. I don't think I ever figured out what he said. I think I ended up reading it online. Yeah, that was a little yeah. I I, I see what you're saying though. But I love yeah. the Back to, pro, back to the damn movie. Uh, yeah. 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 Sorry, sorry about that. <laughs> but my thing, I personally love <laughs> going to watch space movies in the theater. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and, like, I would rather watch a horror movie at home, of course. I would rather watch, Comedy. like, a, it, well. Well, like, yeah, both, like, I, I ended up watching Prometheus and this, you know, obviously not in the theater. What's the deal? Both times. What's up with this door? <laughs> for real. I mean, for real. who's going in and out of the door? A million people, guys. <laughs> I mean, it is like you need to hit that door with some goddamn WD forty. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, anyway, you said what were you oh. about to say? <laughs> there it goes. What the fuck are they doing, man? It's <laughs> oh, what's happening? Sounds like an old screen door. No, it's just our. Door. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, Travis is like sitting on the porch, yeah, sitting no. out picking and a grinning. I, I fucking ought to be. <laughs> anyway, so um, uh, Danny McBride's out there fixing the solar cell or the solar. Wait a uh, minute. Yeah, hey, James Franco burns the, the fuck up. He don't even get the. <laughs> he doesn't even get a line. All he gets no. is one scene where his eyes are open. And he's like, "What's happening to me?" <laughs> right. Hey, I called it though. I said he was yeah. going to die early. Yeah, Adam did call it. Called something else too. 
Oh, what? What? David was bad guy. Oh my God! Wasn't he the? He was the devil. He even said, "It's better to reign in hell than to serve in heaven." Yeah. Uh, he's David was doing work on this. He planet. was fucking ex mocking the dude. Like, <laughs> wasn't he though? Yeah. They got catfished. Yeah, <laughs> didn't they? Didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> they got intergalactic catfish. Oh God. <laughs> um. So they receive a distress call. It's the chick from the first from P- Prometheus singing that uh, Denver song, and um, so they find this planet, which is somehow they missed when they were going to map their coordinates to get to this other planet. This is like a perfect planet for these people. They missed it, which I, you know, it's a little like, hmm, you know, that's one of those things where I'm like, come on. Like, if you're going to do that, because think about it. This takes place 10 years after Prometheus. So in theory, they're working on this um, covenant ship and and this exploration mission um, colony at the same time that Prometheus is leaving Earth, right? I mean, really. So you think that they would have enough time to actually check every single planet, but now they miss course. And um, well, like, they heard like we, fucking John Denver. Yeah, well, which like, wasn't you know, John Denver, was it? Yeah, I think so. Wasn't it? At first, honestly, before you know, before they revealed that it was uh, Shaw, but uh. Well, that's what I thought it was. I, it was her. Well, it was at, some kind of message well, with first, her. Well, no, at first I thought it was just a cool little, like, science thing they were going to throw in where they were at this, they were far enough in space that they were picking up, like, old broadcasts. because yeah, that happens. Like, right. I, I, at first I thought, I was like, oh, man, that, that's that's cool. But Fucking then they, fan you know, of they, transmissions, they you made, know? <laughs> but then they But then they made it, you know, they made it relevant, obviously, so. Yeah. Uh, so James Franco burns up. They've got a new captain. He's a prick. We're talking first 10 minutes. Shit hits yeah. the fan. Yeah. The movie oh. fucking starts. I have oh, to. Yeah, it's, yeah, there's no there's no real, like, there's no drawn out build up to dramatic, you know, situation. It's right out the gate. Yeah, I have to give them props. Like, there was no, it, it got straight into the action right off the bat. The chuffle like, went right out the window. Yeah, really. Um, so they get to the planet, uh, they're all checking it out. They're trying to find the source of the, trying to find the source of the call or whatever it was. They find the ship from Prometheus. It's crashed in the side of a mountain. You know, they see the, um, you know, Dr. Shaw or whatever her name is, her, her tags and all that. an alien ship. Yes, clearly. Yes. Because they said, you know, the Prometheus ship, like, disappeared 10 years ago yeah and then they said something about the company and the one girl said no this this isn't one of their ships here yeah this is whaling corp or something yeah yeah this is some other shit um hey that scene at the beginning we skipped that the scene with david and uh um, the the creator guy pierce yeah (laughs) yeah and when he said what he said i can't remember the words you know what he said to him but when he said it it fucking rubbed that dude the wrong way. When he said, well, you're going to die, and I'm not. Yeah. Oh, you could tell well, he didn't that, like it. Then he forces him to pour his tea, and there's just that moment where David's looking at him, and you're like, 
like you you knew he like to me that was like all that right, was it right there yeah that was for me it was like that's, I kinda, that's the first bad lieutenant decision was fucking trying well, trying david's that, gangster never mind the fact that uh the scene in prometheus uh, calling back to it he he kind of displayed more nefarious sensibilities when he was inside the engineer ship and he activates it kind of like he knew what he was doing yeah I don't know. Maybe yeah. I'm just remembering the film incorrectly. No, uh, like uh, yeah. he started showing his true colors towards the end of Prometheus. And then once we get into this, like he tries to hide it. I mean, he ain't about that life. No. You know, <laughs> I mean, oh, he yeah. was, he was just like, fuck it. He just whips his damn evil dick out. So let just, me ask you though, all of the aliens from all alien movies, you know, we were talking about maybe that girl's like the queen and this and that. He created yeah. everything. Yes. It was him. Yes. He's the he did gene splicing to that gook, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Well he got bored. Yeah. So he spliced the animals and the insects and stuff that was on that planet into creating the perfect life form. Well, like he was clearly on some type of power trip. Well, of course. I mean he wants to He's playing God. Yeah. You know, like well, something and, created him. Yeah. And he's well, like, well, he now even, it's my turn to create something and it's going to fuck exactly. all of you up. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I mean, that exchange between Walter and David, which I give a huge applaud to Michael Fassbender because he plays two completely different characters interacting have, with one another. I've never seen a bad performance out of that dude. Like, no. Even though Assassin's Michael Fassbender? Creed was a little iffy, yeah. Even though Assassin's Creed was a little iffy, dude, he was still fun to watch, though. Like he was, he's a good actor. He's a great actor. Excellent. Yes, he gave a split performance. You know what I mean? He did. <laughs> I mean, like the way, just the way that uh, David and Walter the carried voice. themselves. Well, the voice they carried themselves differently. Yeah, they. The way that it, he almost played it to where he reconstructed his own face in a way. Because, like, when you see Walter, you know it's Walter without yeah. him having to talk, just the way he walks. David the had the smirk. Yes, yes, exactly. Like this well, evil David, grin. They, they, made a, they made a point to, in the, I remember in some part of dialogue, they pointed out that David had perfect posture. And <laughs> there was well, there was a scene at the end that gives it away that you know the twist of the film, and you see his posture, the way he's sitting. I know we'll get to that, but you know what I mean, like yeah. Well, not just, only like the, what you're what you're saying about how they carry each other, literally, like that's that's how you follow them, like through the whole film, and it, it's it's he did a good job of making it easy for the audience to discern the two. Yes. Oh yes. Um. Well, skipping over to what you're talking about, Travis, um, you know, the two, uh, Walter and David fight each other and one of them shows back up. Yeah. And he's kind of, um, it's, it's, he's pretending. I thought it was Walter, man. When he showed back up. Well, I mean, I didn't, I I thought Walter kicked his ass. But they didn't show the end of the fight. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I I didn't trust him. Well, I knew exactly when I saw him because he was trying to mock the way that Walter spoke mm-hmm. and the way that Walter walked. And it wasn't as you, good. The, the, he, 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 like, purposely fucked up the 
the words, yeah. you know, like, cause it was like, ah, like, yeah. Because whenever you hear him speak, whenever he comes back to the ship, he still got a little bit of that. It uh, was, it was British, half ass. Yeah. That British, a little bit of that cockney was slipping in, you know what I mean? Well, in like, one scene when he's talking to them, when he's talking, they do a close up on his mouth. Yeah. And you, and you notice for a split second that something's weird about the way that he's saying it. But I didn't, you know, I was like, well, that's, yeah. when, when he's sitting there watching all the shit unfold on the screen. Yeah. It's like he wanted the damn alien to win. And I was like, uh-oh. Yes. Well, here's my, my biggest tale was, and maybe I'm wrong about this, and you guys can tell me. If, if anybody knows, they can tell me I'm wrong. But whenever, okay. Whenever the alien, the Y aliens first show up, Walter runs over there and sticks his hand in the mouth of, right? Yeah, to stop it. Save the girl. He, yes, he sticks his right hand in there. Whenever he goes back to the ship at the end, his left hand is the one that's missing. Ah. Uh, yeah. See, that was where I was like, uh uh-uh. uh. I didn't you know? even notice that. Yeah. I just, yeah. I was like, that's my nigga Walter. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that's my buddy oh, Walter. Yeah, I, I, t- I, I totally missed that. Yeah, yeah. May, I mean, maybe Good I'm wrong, Griffin. but when it, well, whenever he was playing the flute and David was helping Walter play the flute, he was holding it so that da- uh, Walter so could, could hold it, it with his with his left hand. He was playing it with his left hand. You know what I mean? And then whenever it shows him go back to the ship, it shows his hands. And it sh- it's from the point of view of looking down from that girl's point of view. And from her point of view, it is the right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But on him, it's Well, it's on screen. Yes. It's sta- it's his stage left. It's her stage right. You know? <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, that's... I, I knew immediately. I was like, this is not right. And she kind of looks at him like, I thought it was, you know, she gives him that look for a second. Like, what the fuck is this about? You know? No, dude. The most terrifying thing is when the pod closed and she was looking at him and she said something about the cabin. Yeah. And it didn't register to him. He didn't know anything about that. And she knew no. right then and there. That was, yeah. te- just think about that, dude. You're in that pod. You're about to go into damn hypersleep. Yeah. And then you realize that the fucking devil's on board. Yeah. Oh, my God. Terrifying. Yes. And he's um, putting you under of all things, too. Like, Yeah. He's not killing you. He's putting you to sleep. So when you wake up, you're going to be like, what? You know, what? Then he hacked up those fucking body snatcher damn eggs yeah. and put them in the little incubator. He's like, mm, yeah. save those for later. Seven years from now, you know? <laughs> yeah. Let them grow. Here's my thing. Here's the question that I have. Uh, when, I, when I think about the movie, I keep coming back. Okay, when the research team lands on the planet, right? Um, the dude's out there smoking the cigarette. He dis- he disrupts the little egg, mm-hmm. you know, things on the ground. They form in the air. They mm-hmm. fly into his nose. No, or his into his ear. And then that's how it starts. The other dude, he's poking at him. It flies in his nose. He mm-hmm. wipes his nose. Whatever. David's on this planet creating the perfect weapon, right? Why does something that can be airborne, a sentient airborne microscopic creature, why would that not be better than this fucking spider with a tail? You know what I mean? He liked it. Well, yeah, that's true. Remember when it 
uh, when that one came out, the black one. Yeah. When that one came out and he like looked at it and like put his arms up. Well, actually, like trying to communicate with it, like he well, felt like God. About man. It, if you think about it, I feel like showing that could be reflective of like. Here's maybe didn't maybe he spliced something from it because it. I mean, here's the thing though, because it makes like, me think of the aliens. You know, the way we look at it's it, it's what create it's what created the little white ones, like the the early the first batch. You know, yeah, but I mean they're. They're naturally going to evolve. You know what I mean? Let me like get in my, here. Okay. Um, <laughs> David. Those, those things grew fast, by the way. Goddamn. <laughs> David, all right, he's bad guy. Yeah. To us. Yeah. But just think about it from, like, David's point of view. He's a hero. He's not a bad guy. No. He's I mean, think about how fucked up it would be to be that. Yeah. This fucking forever. asshole creates you and he's just, you know, yeah. And he's all dying and you know it was just he was he's really not a piece of shit like No. I mean if you're fucking a human he is, but yeah. He hates well, humans. I mean, he's going to, you it, know, do this he, whenever he rolls up to the planet. He kills every fucking one of them and supposedly, you know, from the Prometheus the what was the did they ever name the aliens? Uh no. All right. Well, those people, those things, well, the they created. They that's the creator of humans, right? Yeah, yeah. And he kills them. All of. He fucking fucks them up, like. <laughs> yeah, with no take problem. no prisoners. No. Yeah, he when he rolls up in that ship and that shit starts just dropping out. And it just like engulfs everybody. That was such a good scene. It was crazy, it was so, man. I was um, wondering when they're, whenever they're walking through the ruins of that, I was like, "What the fuck happened here?" <laughs> right. Uh, interesting tidbit about the engineers. Um, I think they're going to show back up again in the next movie because I believe I don't know. Well, surely I'm they're spread trouble. out. They shouldn't all be well, dead. Yeah, I'm, I'm. Yeah, I'm having trouble remembering whether it was either a comment I read or an article. But someone brought up the idea that there could be engineers still out in space that haven't showed back up to their home world yet. They're badass. Their voice is like super deep. Yeah. Whenever they well, all started the- to run, they were like, <laughs> you know, like "I'll see you well, in the parking lot." Yeah. Right. Well, but if that, if if that's the case, then when they show back up, all those eggs are down. So it's just going to be oh that planet's you know fucked. Mean? Yeah, I mean that you can't go back there. Not after the David's shit that been doing seen. work. Yeah, right. He likes to he keep busy. Down, he made a what damn. What did he do to from, that girl? He preserved her body. So he can look so at that, it. Well, so that he could study the internals of. Uh, the humans. So he could make the thing so it could hatch through them and Yes. Okay. So he's yeah. the creator. He's the yes. AI created the fucking what's that alien called? The Xenomorph. Xenomorph. Yeah. What was the difference yeah. though in the, the one at at the beginning and then the black one? I mean they're not the um, same. No. Ah, okay, okay. Well, the, the one the one earlier, I think that was like a prototype. Yeah. 
And then when he brings them in there and he's like, what have you been waiting on? He's like, mother. Because yeah. remember, it's the, he's it's, been it's waiting. The face hugger that, that, it's the face hugger that produces yeah. the plastic xenomorph. And that's what, that's what got that thing grows him. fast. Yeah, it does, don't it? And he was like, <laughs> remember that scene though, where he was like trying to communicate with it and it wasn't afraid yeah. of him. Yeah. That's when you should know right there. It's like, oh, uh, he's, yeah. he's like, he's like yeah. trying to hang out with it and shit. Like he's trying to get yeah, a beer, you know, that's bad. Lieutenant decision. Number three, yeah. you know, this movie was he full of bad Lieutenant decisions. David outside and burn him at the stake after that shit, you know, yeah, that, that thing decapitated that poor woman, you know, mm-hmm. just chewed her head off and spit it off in the damn sink. What about when that chick locked that girl in that room? Oh, that was so intense. I know, but what was crazy was like, she's like, you know, maybe they're contaminated. It's like, bitch, the thing just squirted blood all over your face. And you locked her ass in there? That was fucked up, man. Dude, the creature creature effects on that dude and the way they were making him like... Fucking seize out? Yeah. Like, and that stuff started shooting out of his back and it just bust out and he just like fell out. out, He just went limp. That was intense, dude. Yeah, that was so badass. This movie was good. Yes, it was. I don't care what anybody says. I think it had some bad reviews. Yeah, I don't know how. But Prometheus. Prometheus, there you go. I mean, dude, I walked out of Prometheus like, when's the next one coming? Yeah, exactly. I mean, dude, you need backstory. Yeah. You got to build up something. Well, and it's setting up perfectly. You know what I mean? Because, like, I hope there's two more. Yeah, yeah, for real. So, it'll be interesting to watch the next however many movies he's going to make that builds up to Alien, the first one. You know, it'll be interesting to to go from watching the 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 at the time most recent one, then going to watch the original ones and seeing how how it affects the story, right. or at least how you well, know now the, you know you the know, origin of the Xenomorph, like. Well, more, well, more like emotional attachment, you know. Right. Um, it was cool how when they made Walter, they changed him because David was so real, it creeped yeah. him the fuck out. <laughs> For real, like he right? could, let's see. That was the thing, though. He could create. Yeah, they took. He that was out. very creative, which led yeah. to him fucking making the damn aliens. Yeah. Oh, he had time to to fuck around with that, you know. But he didn't have anybody to test it on. See, that's where he fucked up. If all right, if I'm David, okay, and I have this spaceship, don't kill full, all the fucking aliens when you get there. Yeah, experiment on some people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, let's let's keep some bodies alive. Let's I put think, them in some. But he hated them because they created the humans. Yeah, he hated well, I mean, them. Yeah, this dude was holding a grudge, like. Yeah, wasn't he though? Yeah, for a long time, and he's he's still on the war path. Like whenever they get where they're going, shit's going which is, down. Which is crazy to think about because think about it: if he brings two of those facehugger uh, little eggs, that's enough to and, turn the whole fucking colony. Yeah, but wouldn't you think, as David, it would be smarter for him to turn that big bitch around, have it start turning people, go back to Earth. And then, yeah, and just crash it into Earth and let them fucking go ham, you know? Mm-hmm. But then it and wouldn't second, line up with the original. Yeah, I mean, of course, yeah, but 
I'm just thinking, you know, out. I'm just kind of oh, thinking yeah. out loud because you're going to have to get to some point where he's going to have to create something to create those eggs. Well, because he he's the one that created the eggs with the face hugger. In Aliens, the, there's a queen that produces the eggs. He's got to get to that. Point. So is well, that what he's going to be working on? Well, and and then you think about it like this: there's two thousand people on the ship, right? Yeah. Once you kill those two thousand people, then what? You're done. What's the end game? Then you have to incubate the babies. No, but then you have, need to. I mean, then he's finished. There's no one else to kill. Yeah. I mean, we well, you remember, to hang out with these things and be like they're damn well, god, you, you know? The first, well, from the first alien, uh, they come across a ship that ha- that's infested with them. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's LV426. That's where they go to on uh, Alien. That's where they set the damn... Um, the colony up in Aliens, they have to go back... I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure that's you know. I'm, well, this movie nah, was good, and it was tight. Like, yeah, this movie was tight. Like everything that was in. I mean, it was like two hours, right? Yeah, it was great, man. I mean, just scene for scene, no bullshit. No, it was no tight. bullshit. Yes, it was fucking incredible. Yeah, right here it says um, in the original Alien, the ship's computer mother awakens the crew after detecting a mysterious transmission from a nearby planetoid, LV-426. In Aliens, they build a colony on the same planet that the aliens are on. So at some point in our travels, uh, the engineers have to show back up, get the the eggs on their ship somehow, and crash into LV-426 in order to make all the connections take place for the rest of the alien universe. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's the that's the journey that we're on now. So he's going to have to come up with I think what I th- really think's going to happen though is um I think that David's going to land the ship on this planet. He's going to get off of it with uh his samples. He's going to start doing a little bit more Tom Fuller recon. Yeah. Well, he's going to do a little bit more gene splicing. And then he's going to do a little test run well, on the college. But here's the thing. He's got seven years to get ready. Yeah. He's got yeah. a lot of time to kill. And a lot of bodies. <laughs> yeah. 2,000 bodies, you know? So. Well, I mean, what if, see, what if, what if the, he, well, the way you're explaining is that he's going to end up on LV426, right? Well, some. Uh, one of the uh, engineer ships with the eggs on has to end up on that planet. David's got to figure out how to time or, release or maybe, it, man. Or maybe he t- seizes control of the ship and he finds a way to just start planet hopping. He's got to figure out how to time release it. Well, I mean, it would just be, a it would be pretty release. dramatic. It would be pretty dramatic to like, to consider that he just went and did what he did to the, to the planet they landed on, the unknown planet or whatever, and then he does the same to Gilly Six. I think I'm yeah. pronouncing it right. And, he, and like you know, it builds up to where he's just been doing this to worlds, like just killing everything, perfecting the aliens. Right. Well, th- this is my thing. Um, what if the rogue engineers, the ones that what what on the planet found out about it, right? 
and they're tr- they're tracking David. They track him back to this planet. They show up, and um, one of the things gets on the engineer. Maybe that's how the Queen Alien comes about. You know what I mean? Because the original Alien spawned from the um, from the engineer. He took that design. He fucked with it a little bit. So imagine an update getting attached to that thing, what it's going to produce. You know what I mean? Maybe that, maybe that's what happened. Maybe the, maybe they show up, David unleashes his damn army on them. They get back in their ship, haul ass. One of them's got one in it. It's kind of like alien, but with the engineers, they crash into this planet. There's the, you know, because it shows in alien, it shows the engineer in the, driver's seat with his chest busted yeah. over, you know what I mean so maybe that's where that one's at and it lays the eggs and then an alien Ripley and her crew shows up it gets the face hugger they get back to the ship and then the rest is history of course you know I don't know it's just pure speculation at this point <laughs> but uh, I'm trying to I've been trying to connect these dots you know so but um, I want to talk about dots that. to connect yeah, I want to talk about Danny McBride's performance. Oh my god! For a sec. Does it? No matter what he's in, does he not feel like he is never acting? You know what I mean? Like he's always playing himself. His delivery and yeah. everything is so natural. Yeah, it's he's a natural actor, man. Yes, I mean. I, I believed he was a pilot. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I and just the he's so good, man. They could put him in anything and he would be fantastic. I want to see him and Leo in a movie together. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I believe him and some other people are rebooting Halloween. Holy shit. Again? <laughs> I hope uh, this movie maybe. opens him up to more serious roles. Well this is like I uh, think this is I the first serious say, uh, movie we've seen him in. I think that Halloween reboot is supposed to have uh, John Carpenter involved. We'll we see. need to pull that up. All right, he's working on. Um, he was an Alien Covenant, of course, and then Zeroville, the legacy of a white-tailed deer in Arizona. What about was, Ryder? Are you uh, looking at writing credits? I was looking at yeah, Ryder Halloween screenplay. There you go. Wow. Yeah. He's a cool uh, fucking dude. Cool. He he sits around. He plays a lot of Xbox. Yeah, you guys didn't know yeah. that, did you? No. No. Oh, he's good. This yeah, was the working. this was the first like you know, I mean this is the first movie you've seen him in that's not like yeah. full blown comedy. Yeah. Oh yeah. And he wasn't like the comedic relief either. Okay, this uh, the legacy of a white-tailed deer is um, got him, Josh Brolin. Got to have James Franco in it. Scott McNary. Now, no, it says uh, Jaden. Serious Akul. movie. Yeah, well, comedy might be a drama, dramedy. <laughs> it says uh, Jaden, a cool and confident sixth-grade boy, is supposed to be bonding with his father on a hunting trip, but Jaden wants to do anything but. Okay. So, I mean, you know. It's going to be good. 
Yeah, because yeah, it's got right. him in it. And Josh Brolin. I like to see them two play off each other. Yeah. And then Zeroville, as directed by Franco, starring Joey King, Franco, Megan Fox, Dave Franco, Will Ferrell, Seth Rogen, Danny McBride, Craig Robinson. The whole group. Uh, yeah. Says this one is a young actor arrives in Hollywood. Oh, wait. In is 1969. This, uh, okay, no. Go ahead. During during a transitional time in the industry. All right. What's the movie that's like the worst movie of all time? That You know that one guy? Oh, yeah. Did you see that yeah. trailer for that documentary? Like a the kind of mockumentary type film? No. Dude, we're watching that towards the end. <laughs> okay. I'll all pull right. it up. All right. It's hilarious. You know what I'm talking about, right? Is it called The Room? Uh, I think that's the name of the movie that they're... It's kind of like Ed Wood, right? He's a horrible actor. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Because James Franco's in it, right? James Franco plays him. Uh, it's, the it's, Pretender? Uh, disaster, the Disaster Artist is what it's called. Okay. I yeah. saw the trailer. Hilarious. We need to watch that movie. Okay. That may be a good movie to do commentary to. The, the one that they're... Mocking, yeah, it's 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 horrible. All right, it's got Allison Brie in it too. Yeah, it's got the whole gang. It does, don't it? Yeah, there it is. Brian Cranston is in it, playing himself. Seth Rogen, of course. Adam Scott. Um. So, has anybody got anything else about uh, Alien Covenant? If you haven't watched it, watch it. It's out now. Should be available on streaming. Uh, Blu-ray. Uh, yeah. It's out there. Yeah, I think they released the um, online, the VOD version uh, yesterday, I think. Mm -hmm. So go check it out. It's great, man. If you haven't seen Prometheus, watch it first. You don't have to watch it. But it helps. Watch it. It's good. Well, what do you think, Adam? What are you going to rate it? I'm going to give it a star. (laughs) It's a full-blown gold star. I would buy yeah. this movie. I'm not going to go out and pay 20 bucks for it. Right. But if I saw it, you know, bam, pick it up. It's good. I mean, I own Prometheus. Right. I'd buy what do you it. Think? It's a star. What do you think, Trav? Um, all ends well, man. It's great. <laughs> well, and then here's the thing. I went in um, hoping for the best. You know? And it delivered? You, you it delivered, it. man. You I got, got I got my money's worth. You know, um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's next time I go movie buying, I'm definitely gonna have to grab it as well as Prometheus. I still haven't gotten my own copy of Prometheus, Prometheus yet, but I plan on it. Right. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna give it the full star, of course. I mean, I love the Alien movies. I love what really Scott's done with them. I love Prometheus, what he did with that. This is more of the same, but better. Um, it was bloody. It was not slow paced. Not at all. It had no slow burn. I mean, it Mm-mm. got straight into it. Straight into it, man. I was I was in from the beginning, and I stayed all the way. You know, like I was excited. I was on the I edge of my it, seat. Yeah, I didn't want it to go off. You know. Oh, um, we didn't even we didn't even mention. Speaking of being on the edge of your seat, the that final uh, 
showdown with the xenomorph when they're trying to get off the planet when he was banging his head on the fucking and and that that the woman is like strapped to that one line and is just being flung around like a rag doll yeah like that was that was intense yeah almost borderline ridiculous to the point of you can't you can't quite be as gripped with it but it was just it was still over the top like it was crazy well, it did enough with uh, him piloting. He was flying the <laughs> yeah. shit out of that thing, man. Yeah. Dude, I thought it was thought- going to crash like eight times. Yeah. Because whenever he was like, she's like, un- unlatched the claw or whatever she called it. He said, it'll like, fuck uh, us all yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be able to handle that. <laughs> and it did. Yeah. I well, mean, here's the was- thing. If they crash that thing, they're fucked. Yeah. They're, they're trapped. Now, here's one. Uh, here's the thing. You feel like you spend all this money on a mission. You should have more than one fucking ship to go. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, come on. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Because yeah. they blew that fucking thing up like real quick. I mean, she oh, was shooting that gas. Oh, when that yeah, thing was blowing like- up and that chick come running out on fire. Yeah. Danny McBride's oh, wife. No, the minute the minute she picked the gun up and started firing in that close quarters little like ship, I was like, "Oh, this is not going to end well." Yeah, I thought no, she was like, going to blow it up. Yeah, shooting at that, they look like like tanks. I was like, I wouldn't shoot at those. <laughs> Contents like, under those, pressure. Those, those ships, <laughs> like, the, yeah, those ships are like lined to the teeth with pipes and steam engines and crazy shit, like gas lines, fuel lines, hot, whatever you want to call it, man, like. No guns allowed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, that scene at the end, though, like she picks the she finally catches that thing in the in the claw and she could have She fucked his world. (laughs) Why didn't she squeeze him to begin with, like right off the bat? You know what I mean? Like for some reason, she wanted to hold it out over the edge and do it. Oh, because the acid blood. I guess, yeah. but it got all over her. Yeah. It sprayed her ass. Yeah, she wasn't having it. Worst day ever, you yeah. know? <laughs> I thought she was going to turn because she got it. I was, because in my mind, I'm like, if you get the blood on you, you're infected. Oh, no, I it just burns you. I had, those, I had those same thoughts for a moment there in the film, Adam. Like, I, What I, about I when they you. hit it with the blasters and it like had that purple force field around it? fuck was that when when did that happen you know whenever it went under the engine and he said yeah. i'm gonna try to hit it with the you know i'm gonna try to blast it yeah it had like this whenever he did that like this purple looking force field around it thing like you guys no, didn't, didn't notice even, that no it I didn't, didn't fucking hurt it at all wow well it could take a bullet too i mean they didn't kill <laughs> they were i mean they were shooting at them and it's like bitch that doesn't work like <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> we need more you know um it was so good man it Please, was good man just go watch it people um what do you think the budget on it was 30 million what do you think, think uh well i read about it a little bit after i watched it so i i I want to say I remember the budget being like maybe somewhere between like I think like sixty million. The budget was ninety seven million. Yeah, I don't know why I lowballed it like that. Like it's a damn <laughs> Kevin Smith movie. <laughs> and, and I don't. I could. 
It looked the great. Everything. Well, I mean, the effects, the the ships, the. Well, they had to pay Franco for his face. Yeah. And that well, hey, he was. You know, he actually had lines in the movie. They cut it out because in the trailer. Yeah. They're all like partying, hanging around like this little table, and he comes in. And they stop, you know. They're like, "Oh, captain's here," and he's like, "All right, guys, I'm going back to you know bed." He doesn't feel <laughs> good, you know. That was in like that little. Remember that little prologue thing? Yeah, yeah. None of that was in the movie, right? James Franco didn't say shit. James no. Franco showed up and died. <laughs> the way God intended it. Yeah, um, it was crazy when he died. Like, yeah. The uh, gross, what do you think the gross was? 200 million. Budget, budget 97, gross, what do you think? 200? Yeah. I think it was like 120 something, wasn't it? As of August the 4th, not, uh, 74 mil. Damn. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with people? They're haters, man. That They're doesn't haters. make sense. Yeah. I will say I this. They released it at a weird time. Yeah, they should have released it during Halloween. It's not really. This is this was a horror movie. Yeah, it was. That's a, it. Was a weird time for this to come out. It's like why now? Like, well, they released it like what during was like that? early March, something like April? that, February, something like. Yeah, it's just kind of a weird release date for this. Like, yeah, and what was it up against? You know, like. Spider-Man was came out May the 19th. Uh, Fast and Furious. <laughs> yeah, probably. You know, those make like 400 million, you know? So uh, I yeah, hope they make another it. one because that's, you know, I want to see at least one more to wrap everything up. I mean, damn, don't leave us hanging. Yeah, please. Really? Scott. I feel like they will make one more. Cause that's three. Yeah, why not? You know, it'll make its money, DVD sales, and all that stuff. It'll get the. Yeah. Damn, that's not good. No. They spent a uh, lot of money on it, though. They did. But it special still... effects, man. I mean, it. The ships look great. The everything. I mean, it it was good. But see, great A talent. We came out of Prometheus, loving it. The world hated it. It didn't make its money back, and they still made another one. Like, yeah. Well, you know what happened was the guy uh, from District Nine was going to hop on board of some kind of alien project, and Ridley Scott was like, <laughs> "Not on my fucking watch," you know. Yeah, I got more stories, dude. I'm trying yeah, my gangster. <laughs> so, um, so we got we we concluded our alien exploration. Uh, quadrilogy, I guess you could say. Uh, we saw the friendliest aliens to the most horrifying aliens. We covered all, all different, all the different types of aliens. Yeah, different types of alien films. Yeah, we had experimental aliens. We had hug you, take you on the ship, Richard Dreyfus aliens. Yeah. We had underwater aliens. Now we, we got had- fucking outer space aliens. Outer space, rip you to pieces. Yeah. When that little thing came out of that dude's it back, fuck that girl. That chick, <laughs> right? I mean, it didn't hold back at all. Remember when she kicked the shit out of it? Yeah, and it's I like, didn't huh? like that. What that smell like? They um, grow really fast. Yeah, don't they though? 
I mean, by the time it got out of there, it was like full. Well, like when it was on the ship at the end, you know, the twos, the couples in the bathroom. Yeah. It's getting a little foggy. I was like, all right, all right. A little, little flap, flap action, you know? <laughs> and then the tail came up under the thing and I was like, damn, this bitch is full grown. Like, yeah, right. That thing wasn't even playing. It went, it went ham there at the end. It did. Um, well, y'all want to talk about some dragons? Oh yeah. Some Lannisters, some scrambled eggs. Lannister always pays their debts. And they did, but damn now, it. He wasn't didn't get a castle, it. but yeah, um, and I mean, what the fuck? I hate Bronn now. Really? Why? No. <laughs> well, I mean, like, no, he's a cool character, but like when he started fucking, he was, he's fucking with the dragons, man. That's fucking with the artillery for the final battle, man. Like, is he? What are you talking about? <laughs> when he started shooting that fucking harpoon at oh, the dragon, oh, that guy. Yeah, Braun. I didn't I know that was his name. name. I thought his name was something else. <laughs> I got. Oh, no, I thought you were talking oh, about Bran. Oh, yeah. No. 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 Like. <laughs> yeah. I was like, damn. What yeah. The I'm fuck, like, dude, man? he's in a wheelchair. Like, Don't try <laughs> his gangster. Are, are we watching the same show? Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That guy. Well, I mean, you have to see it from his point of view. He's on the other side. Yeah, getting fucking I mean, shot at. They fucked him up. Yeah, his name's Bron, B-R-O-N-N. And then Bran. That's too many Bs. Yeah, anyway. that's too many Brons and Brands and Spams yeah. and Tans. <laughs> Spedaddles. Um, I really like that guy, though, by the way. Yeah, like, he's cool. Yeah, he's just like... He wants castle. They never, they never tell you they shit themselves. I learned it when I was five. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> wow. You know? Um, so we've got Jon Snow creepily taking uh, Daenerys into the cave with the dragon glass. I need to and show then, you something. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're fixing to unite. Yeah, we're fixing to unite some kingdoms tonight, baby. You know. <laughs> so the cave paintings happen. You know, they're checking that out, seeing what that smell like. He's like, it's um, it's written on the walls, yeah. you know. All she gives a fuck about somebody bending the knee. Yeah, and he gonna he's do like, it, man. Yeah, bitch, please. Why won't he do know? it? I kept when I'm watching it, I'm like, just do it, man. Get it over with. Just bend the knee. And- well, I think it has to do. And Travis, feel free to correct me if I'm completely wrong, but I feel like it has something to do with the way the Night's Watch instills the values into their people. Because, like, they, they've they said it so many times through past episodes. The Night's Watch is kind of its own self-governed mm-hmm. thing away from the rest of the world. They don't care well, who the... Well, well, pretty much the North in general is. Well, yeah. and then he said if he goes back and tells everyone that he fucking bends a knee, they're going to be pissed. Yeah. Which you got you to gotta respect that, you know? Cause, oh, I, mean, I respect it's true. his game. He He's not going to uh, do it. No, not at all. He's like, I'm getting the dragon stone, and I'm not bending the fucking knee. <laughs> and I'm getting the fuck out of hey, here. You know? when he took her in the cave, though, there was, like, paintings on the wall of them fighting the White Walkers. Yeah. He's like, you believe me now, bitch, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, right. You want to try my gangster? I've been trying <laughs> to tell you this whole fucking time. Like, yeah. Um. So uh, Theon shows back up. 
And he was just like, it's so bad. John's like, if it wasn't for my sister, I'd kill your little punk ass. And then, um, I mean, she just straight dips out. She's, she's asking what, what John would do. And he's like, I mean, you got dragons, but. Can't kill everyone. Yeah. I mean, you're no better than them. Yeah, exactly. So she doesn't attack the city. She just attacks the Lannisters like damn it. She fucked them up. Yeah, didn't she? They ain't got shit on these dragons. No. So how far away do you think that this Jamie party is away from King's Landing? It's not too fucking far. I mean, it's got to be within, like, there's a dragon flying around out there. Well, I mean, they were en route from Casterly Rock, so they would be coming from the west. Damn. Well, Travis knows that, the lay of the land. Yeah, right. Well, they said that they got the the thing with the gold into King's Landing with no no problem. So, I mean, they're close enough to get that thing and then have dude roll back and be like, "It's there. It's all. You know what I mean?" Yeah. Well, the, yeah. Well, what, yeah. Well, what makes it odd is that if they're coming from Casterly Rock and they're headed east, and the Dothraki horde. Is that far into Westeros? Like, don't you think... Because Dragonstone is all the way to the east, like, almost broke off... It's broke off from the from the continent. Yeah. Somebody would see these crazy fucks riding around on horses, raising hell. Right? Shit, <laughs> they were... Dude, they were, they were fucking kicking ass and taking names, dude. With no fucks given. All right, I gotta look this up. There's a Google map. If you guys didn't know this, they have a Google map of of what of uh, Game of Thrones. Oh my god! Close. Was that even remotely close as to what I was talking about? Hold on, let me find it. I should have bookmarked. What you can do on this is you can go all the way to. Can you get directions? Well, yes, you can. And actually, because when- <clears throat> I think Casterly Rock should be closer to uh, the Iron Islands, actually, than the uh, than King's Landing. All right, they don't have the new. See, on this website, it's called QuarterMaster.info, and what you can do is you can click on episodes, and then you can scroll it all the way to the end, and it'll give you the highlights of everything that take took place in that episode. Right, but they don't have the newest episode uploaded on here. You, you can actually pick a character, and it'll give you their entire traffic history on on all the all the continent. So if you click on Tyrion, it shows him where he starts out in the first episode and goes everywhere. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it's a really badass, uh, badass little thing. But um. Let me see here. Y'all, y'all keep talking while I'm, while I'm. Well, Arya fucking makes it to damn uh, Winterfell. Yes. They don't want to let her in. <laughs> what a bunch of dicks, you yeah. know? I mean, how do they not know what she looks like? For real, right? Well, I mean, you... well, I mean we, 
it's 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 kind of crazy how in such a short amount of time all three Starks end up at Winterfell again. Oh yeah, shit's about to go down. Like they are they are flying through some plot. Yeah, they are. So, um, what do you think the significance of the dagger is? Uh, it was know, the one used finger. to kill. It was, was going to kill Bran with used it. To kill, uh, yeah, when he was a kid, or when he was younger. So, is that who who was going to kill him? Though? It was one of those assassins that got stopped, I believe. Okay, so that's how <laughs> Littlefinger became. He came up with it. I think so. I can't remember. It's been so long since. Because that's like season one call back with that thing. Yeah. So that's like, you know. All right. Yeah. Castle Rock is on the West Coast. All right. Dragonstone is broken away in the Gulf, Blackwater Bay, right outside of Blackwater Bay where King's Landing. So that means that they would have had to have landed and then hauled ass across the entire continent to fight these. And I'm assuming that they probably, they fought near a water source. So it's probably right here, right outside of King's Landing, which they would have known that they were coming, right? Like like Travis said. I mean, that was a massive horde of Dothraki. Yeah. Unless. Oh, yeah. It was well, cool unless, when they, you could hear them. They were like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Yeah. What is that noise? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> suddenly turn into the last of the Mohicans. Like, <laughs> it, it, was, wow. it was crazy. Alright, so chaos is a ladder. Okay. What what do you think that's that's all about? Um I think Littlefinger knows that Bran knows everything. You think that uh, Bran's gonna be the one that ends Ends a little finger's life. Well, he knows what's up. Yeah. Uh, so you think he's keeping him around for a specific reason, possibly? Yeah. Pos- I mean, who knows, man? This show, <laughs> this show's on a level now that I'm just like, I have no idea where it's going to go. Right. So do you think that... Um, now that they're harvesting the dragon glass and all that good stuff, do you think that uh, since she dipped out, that they're just going to get their shit and pack on up and go back to Winterfell? You know that uh, that's possible, mm-hmm. unless they unless they just unless they try to completely like tap that whole like ore out, you know? Yeah. They may do it, which they're going to have. My thing is, is they're going to have to have several ships going back and forth to get enough to supply everybody. So my thing is, is like, okay, on the first trip back, is Jon Snow going to roll up and be like, hey, guys, I did what I said I was going to do. Oh, here's my sisters and here's my brother. And he's being super weird, you know. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm 100 percent convinced that the final battle the Night King is going to have one of those dragons. I saw a theory like, that he's already got one. 
they've well they've been oh my god that would be crazy well think about it they're resurrecting shit as they go who's to say a dragon didn't die close to the wall out you know what i mean right and then he's just gonna pull it up out of the fucking ground one of those dragons will die well let's see that and that's that's, that's the thing because they've They've been really, they've been really like hammering it in that they can be killed, right? Yeah. And I wonder if, if maybe we just get a series of close calls with Daenerys on them for a minute there, and then ultimately when it's humanity versus the White Walkers, uh, one of those dragons go down and just like mid battle, Night King just resurrects it right then and there. Oh fuck! He runs over to it and performs a healing spell on it. Um. Well, I mean, or we, or we just get like a, a an insane transformation sequence where he just touches it and it turns blue. The eyes come back to life, but it's White Walker blue. Oh, that'd be so fucking sweet. It's giving me chills thinking about it. Um, um, I mean, I don't know what to, you know, because it's you think you know a man, and then she shows up with a dragon and and attacks Jamie. You know, so he jumps into the uh, dude, knocks him into the water, and he's sinking to the bottom, right? Tyrion's like, you fucking idiot. Yeah. So, of course, do you think Jamie's going to survive this whole ordeal? Yeah. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, I, why not? I saw, an interesting, I saw an interesting theory that proposed that he may be the one that not necessarily there's going to be a winner or loser in the final battle, but like somehow Jamie's going to be part of the peacekeeping. Ordeal. I like Jamie. They're not going to kill Jamie just yet. You think he'll see his end though? I mean, why is he sinking the hand? No, the heavy I think fucking the armor. Hand. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's being drugged out by the lone hand. He's like, damn you, man. You have to admit, when he grabs that spear and takes up the charge against that dragon at the end, mm-hmm. that was pretty badass with him hauling ass across the, the battlefield and stuff. But what I thought was going to happen was she was going to be standing there and she was going to say the word and the dragon was just going to shower her in fire and it was going to kill Jamie and she was just going to be standing there completely naked and everybody was going to see, like, that she is what she says she is. You know what I mean? And then they just put their fucking swords down and... They all bend the knee. Bend the knee. <laughs> He's yeah. all about that. <laughs> she just wants some knee bending, that's all. I guess. She ain't doing enough, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> next week, I think it's going to be... I mean, we've got, what, two episodes of this season left? I mean, I'm guessing she's going to do, because Grey Worm and his, yeah, I think it's, it's episode two episodes. Four, right? I think there's only six, no, man. No, there's seven. Oh, are there? Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. Uh-uh, you making it up. I am beat it. You IMDB'd it to death? I did. <laughs> Here I look. So we got three episodes left. Let's see. So five called East Pack. There's seven, East right? Um, what season are we? Seven? Mm-hmm. 
We've got seven. Yeah, we got seven. And then next season's got eight. Yeah. And we're going to have to wait two years for that to come out. Yeah. But Damn. I will say, they're fucking covering some ground. Ain't they, though? A lot of ground. Well, I think that maybe in the next uh, the next episode, Grey Worm's going to roll back up. Daenerys is going to regroup her people, and she's just going to start her march on King's Landing. I think that's going to happen, you know? Um, that's going to, like like we talked about before, I think Travis or, or Adam, one of you guys brought it up, that we're going to see the fall, you know, of the Lannister and the rise. You know, she's going to take the Iron Throne over course what's left of it anyway and then the next season of course is going to be all about the white walkers and that mm-hmm. so i don't know if we're going to get much else from anybody from the within the next three episodes besides john snow and daenerys and cersei like that's probably well, going to be the well, i wonder well i wonder if cersei or jamie is going to die that season this season cersei oh cersei's going to die I think. jamie's got a killer man He's got to do it. What if she pulls Jamie? What if Daenerys pulls Jamie out of the river? Well, see, he he hasn't gone back yet. He's got there's some fucking new evidence, you know. Yeah, <laughs> the plot is thickened, you know. Uh, burial plot bidding war. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what if Daenerys pulls him out of the river and sends him back and says, you better tell this bitch it's about to get a lot worse before it gets well, better. His you know? buddy's still alive. Yeah. He's the one that knocked him into the, if Jamie dies, both- he's a, he doesn't get a castle. Yeah. Well, listen, you're, you, you're probably, you're probably calling it, man. Maybe she, she does pull him out. He's alive, all this stuff, but keep in mind, he now he now has new knowledge on how his son died, yeah. and Tyrion is completely off the hook now. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was talking about. New shit has come to light. Yeah, and then um, Daenerys is like, "Go tell, go forth and tell," and he rolls up and he's like, "We can't take these people." Uh, Tyrion wasn't the one. He's not the one. You know what I mean? We got to make this right. And Cersei, of course, is all wrapped up in her damn bullshit that she's got going on, that she's not going to have it. And, yeah, Adam's right, I think, you know. I think that that Tyrion is going to talk Daenerys out of killing Jamie, even though what happened happened as kind of to be the messenger. I think they're going to keep Bran or Bronn, whatever the hell his name is, to hang around with Tyrion as kind of a prisoner of war for a little while, probably, you know, because I mean, let's be real. He's just going to roll with whoever, you know, he just wants to kill people, you know? Um, what if Jamie Ben's So, knee? yeah, I mean, that, that's a pretty good, that's a good plot. A little, what if Jamie quarter. comes out and bends the fucking knee? He's like, I'll do whatever you want, baby. I know you ain't my sister, but dragons, baby, little dragons. <laughs> I know you ain't my sister, but we'll make it work. You know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah. Do you what my thing is is what's gonna become a broad like Brandon Stark, you know what I mean? Well he's not he's not Brandon anymore. <laughs> so he's uh he's uh he's we're the League of Shadows. His, <laughs> we're assuming his pronoun at this point. 
Uh, I wonder what's going to happen to him, what his arc is going to come, what's going to come of his arc, because he sees everything. I mean, he can even, can he see into the future? Well, he's, he, he's in like an omnipotent state of mind, pretty much. Right. Um, he's weird as fuck. <laughs> him and Littlefinger, that scene with them together, I was like, these are the two weirdest people on the show <laughs> trying to have a damn conversation. Why right did that now, girl you know? get so mad? Because he was just like, all right. And she's like, he said, thanks. She's like, thanks. It's like, I mean, what do you want him you to know, say? She, I, was, was you want to give you some money or the, something? The, the, no, the, the bonds of travel to be like, stay with me. It's the implication. Well, in his what mind, he, start, he, he, already, started going? he already knew she was going to go. Yeah. And he knows She's what's like, going to happen it. to her. And he's just like, thanks. <laughs> Deuces. She was yeah. expecting, stay with me. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know. I think with Bran, I just, I want him to see it through the end. But I feel like he'll probably make it to the final, you know, the final battle. I feel like maybe he'll end up finding a way to get Littlefinger either controlled or killed. What if he takes him over and then has him sacrifice himself for the greater good? You know what I'm saying? That would be amazing. Yeah, that's what I've been thinking a lot here lately. Because, like, why else keep his little fucking snake in the grass ass around? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I mean, because he's the one that saved, uh, you know, of course, uh, Jon Snow with, you know, the dudes from the damn Wind City, from Cloud City or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe, yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe he's keeping him around so that he can do a heroic gesture by warging out into him and be like, "I will save the queen." <laughs> Whatever he's after, I shatter this body's mind. Yeah. Oh, what if he goes? What if he traps him in himself? You know what I mean? Like, does some weird mind fuck, and he's all vegetative after that. That's what I want to see happen to Littlefinger. That creepy Something bitch. fucked up's going to happen to Littlefinger. <laughs> it's got to, man. He's got away with too much. This aggression will not stand, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We got some news here that I want to hit up real quick. So even though it opened as the number one film, it did not gross as much movie money as we thought it would. But there are still developing... As of right now, the Dark Tower television series mm-hmm. and the Walking Dead's Glenn Mazara is going to show run it, which makes me mm. a little bit nervous. <laughs> yeah. Um, you make the Lord very nervous. Yeah. So uh, his quote says, I've been a Stephen King fan for decades. And the opportunity to adapt the Dark Tower as a TV series is a great honor. The events of the gunslinger, wizard, and glass went through the keyhole, and other tales need a longer how Walter became the man in black and how their rival- rivalry cost Roland everything and everyone he like ever cool. I could not be more excited to tell this story. It feels like being given the key to a treasure chest. And, oh, yeah, we'll have Billy Bum. 
So he said, "We'll have Billy Bumbler." Yeah. Who the fuck is that? That's, that's this. It's this dog-like creature that rolls with them in the Dark Tower series. Mm. It's like a dog. They call it Oi. So that's what the whole season's got going for it. Well, uh, well it sounds like a Wizard prequel, Glass, though. Well, it's the events of Wizard and Glass. Um, there's a part in it where <clears throat> there's about a third of that book that is just, it talks about Roland and his original content and Origin what happens stories. to them. Yeah. It's I've yet a, to watch the movie. Seems yet. like that should have come out before the big fucking movie, though. And, well, it says and, here. Oh, go ahead, Trav. Sorry. I don't know. I'm I'm still nervous about it. I know it didn't do well, but that doesn't mean anything. Uh, this movie that we just watched didn't do that well. Yeah. Well, here it says. Um, since the story tells the origin of Roland, a younger actor will be cast in the role with Elba and Taylor, who, of course, you know, the, the stars from the movie, serving as the framing device for the series. There's no mention of whether McConaughey will appear as the man in black in the series, though Walter does appear in the story wearing a few different faces. As a result, the show could see a different actor for the part. Currently, MRC is planning for a 10 to 13 episode first season for the series, aiming for a cable partner before beginning production in 2018. The film's director, uh, Nicolaj Arcel, and co-writer uh, Anders Thomas Jensen are writing the script for the series with uh, Kiva Goldsman, Gregory Lessons, Ron Howard, Brian Grazer, Jeff Pinker, Pinkner attached as executive producers. So, um, which this article came out a little bit ago, so I'm still wondering if they're going to do it. But from what I've heard from the reviews of Dark Tower is um, it tries to condense too much of the story into one film. But I've also heard that if they do it the way that they're talking about doing it, it's going to be it's a good jumping off point for other things, for prequels and sequels to take place within the universe to make the film more relevant, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm I'm wondering if they're still going to go ahead. What they should, in my opinion, what they should have done is they should have went balls out with it to begin with, you know. Um, instead of waiting until 2018 to try to find a cable partner to make this happen, they should have went to somebody like Hulu or Netflix because Hulu's working on, they did the um, adaptation of, you know, 11, 23, 68 or whatever that was. They're doing um, Castle Rock with J.J. Abram. So it would make sense if they went to Hulu and said, look, we want to do all this other stuff that has to do with the Dark Tower and all this stuff. We want you guys to help us get it out. We we want to have creative control over it, of course. Why they don't do that, I don't know. Why are the, why are people still trying to focus focus on trying to get something on a network at this point? You know what I mean? Yeah, it, I think it's. I think just I think the scope of this of the story is really hard for for people to want to take on. Especially when you got <laughs> got the writer for fucking Walking Dead involved with it. 
I'm, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we'll cross that bridge when it comes out, or we all go see it or whatever. You know what I mean? I mean, like, for a minute there, it almost got to the point. To, it, I guess it's just good to leave it well alone. Yeah. Um, I, I, I After the first couple of years of it staying in development hell, I kind of got good t- content with it just probably never coming out, and that's fine. Right. But I don't know. There's that there's that that aspect that I don't know, that fanboy aspect I guess where they're just shitting all over it. Right. Um I felt like something was up the minute I saw that the damn movie was only like an hour and a half long. I was looking at the run like the show times and stuff. Yeah. And I went by like IMDB or whatever and it said so it was like a ninety fourth minute film, which I was like, Whoa, really? <laughs> Yeah, well, whenever you throw credits and everything in there, kind of, it's weird. I, well, I, was, I was expecting like a really long movie. Yeah. So whenever that comes out, we'll uh, we'll give it a we'll give it a good full review here on the Real Estate Podcast. So t- tune in for that. I'm sure we'll go deep. I'm sure Travis will love it or hate it, and we'll hear. You know, we'll get the full, we'll get the rig rundown, of the Dark Tower universe. <laughs> That's what I want to see, the rig rundown. But Travis got all the books laid out, and he's like, this one right here. <laughs> Can we make that video happen? What do you think, Trav? I don't know. I might, I, I could probably do it. <laughs> I've, got, <laughs> I've got just about all of the prequel. I've got all the prequel comics, but the very last one in the series, which I don't know. I, I read it by other ways, but by other means. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll get there. <laughs> so um, something is fixing to happen, and we're going to find out what it is. Do you guys know what's fixing to happen? Mm-mm. Super Troopers Two, baby. <laughs> it's, it's about damn time. Finally, this is um, Broken Lizard recently updated Super Troopers. Fans on the progress of the sequel on the website, nothing that they've completed. Noting that they've completed the sound mix and color correction steps on the project. While Super Troopers 2 had previously been test screened, that version was an unfinished product, but it was nonetheless important to show the movie to select people to see the sequel to find out what worked about it and what didn't record. This concludes eight months of post-production working on Super Troopers 2. And with everything now done on its end, Broken Lizard is now waiting to hear from Fox Searchlight about when the movie will be released. Once the date is set in stone, that's when Super Troopers 2 marketing kickoff, posters, trailers, etc. The sequel has been in the works for more than a decade. But the project uh, in its current iteration didn't get off the ground until early 2015 when they received permission from uh, Fox Searchlight to the movie. Yeah. Uh, They did the Indiegogo campaign and teamed up with Fandango to provide incentives for the supporters. Um, So we should be getting trailers and all that good stuff, which I'm excited. I mean, Super Troopers is great. Yeah. Yeah, right. Along with uh, the Broken Lizard guys, it's going to have um, Brian Cox, uh, Linda Carter, 
The new cast members will include Rob Lowe, Emmanuel Cherkew, Tyler LeBain, Will Sasso, and Hayes McAuther. So that's going to be coming up soon. I'm excited. I feel like it's going to be hilarious. I always enjoyed the, the original one. Yes. It's always nice to dust it off and throw it in. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, like Mexico. <laughs> um, there might be a little, a little rumbling happen over at Stars, the Ash versus Evil Dead. Mm. Uh, apparently, um, Stars hasn't yet announced the premiere date for season three. Rumors have been swirling around the horror community that it won't kick off in the fall. Seasons did. Some fans are even worried about what that means for the future of the series, if it indeed has been. So what's the deal? Bruce Campbell just took part in a brief interview with Red Carpet Crash, and he addressed the elephant in the room as best he could. When you hear the date, let me know. (laughs) Stars has said a couple different things about possibly shifting the premiere date to try and get a cleaner slot within the years. So we don't know. It'll either be fall or first quarter 2018. Uh, From what we gather, the shift to 2018 is likely, and we can only speculate that it may have something to do with stars wanting to separate Ash versus Evil Dead from Stranger Things and The Walking Dead. After all, they'll be dominating the fall season, which is normally when Ash versus Evil Dead is airing. Uh, During the interview, Campbell promised that season three is going to be a game changer. We blew the doors off with it with episodes nine and ten of this season, which was last season, which is no with the new season. At the end of season three, hopefully you will have to pick your jaw up off the floor when you see what we've done. It's pretty big. Nothing will ever be the same by the end of this season. It the filming wrapped in June. So I've hoped to fucking God almighty that they don't cancel this show, man. I love this show so much. It's everything I always wanted, you know. Um, Absolutely, I've still got to. I've still got to finish. I got. I, I think at the time with my living situation, I think I got maybe two or three episodes into season two, and then I wasn't able to finish it. So, Trev, you're missing out, man. <laughs> I gotta get it. I gotta get it, man. Dude, it gets crazy. They do some crazy ass time travel shit, man. It gets good. good. It's funny. Yes, it is. It's fucking Amen. Bruce Campbell. I mean, yeah. Enough said. I wish he would run for president. I'd you know? vote for him. <laughs> right. I'm with Bruce. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, we got one more little tid- titty bit that I'm going to throw in here besides that trailer. Um, well, there might be two more. But this one is uh, Carl Urban says, I will be there for a Judge Dredd TV series mm. if if the writing is good enough. Oh. So um, 2012's Dread was a faithful comic book adaptation that left many of us wanting more. The movie received praise from both critics and fans. However, the film's underperformance at the box office left the future of the fan- franchise in question. Um, 
However, despite the initial uncertainty, it was eventually revealed that I am global. The creative team behind Dread was indeed moving ahead with a Judge Dread TV show titled Judge Dread Mega City One. The announcement, which had no casting reveal, sparked hopes among fans that we'd see Urban reprise's role in the series. And that appears to be the case. Uh, with all the buzz surrounding Urban's potential involvement in the project, the actor himself has now shed some light on the situation. During his appearance at the Star Trek official convention, Las Vegas, Urban was asked about the upcoming series, and he responded with a rather rather hopeful statement. He's, this is his quote. I'm in discussions with them about that. I told them that if they write the material, give Dread something to do and give him a function, I will be there. I would love to. Um, of course, Mega City One is a futuristic ensemble drama set on the east coast of the U.S., which has been devastated by overpopulation crime. We all know the story, of course. So, um, what do you think? Would you be interested in seeing him come back and replay his role as yeah. Dread? I like him. Hell yeah. How badass would this be? This is just something that I'm thinking. We get both the Dreads back, right? We get Stallone. We get Carl Urban. We get Stallone to be telling stories. You know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. picking up what I'm putting down? Yeah. And all the stories are flashbacks. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe he's on trial. Maybe Dred's on trial for some reason because Stallone's like 70. So he can pull off Old Man Dred. Old Man and, Dred. Uh, yeah. That's what should be called, like Old Man Logan. <laughs> that would be a very cool way give a nod. But Yes. I don't think they'll ever do it. It would uh, be hard to get it, Stallone it would, to do TV. It would be interesting to see how they adapt the dread universe in a way to where they do like the long walk and all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's enough content there. Of course. I mean, as long as they don't turn it into a procedural, like fucking CSI or some bullshit like that. And we have, you know what I mean? And we have good consistent writing, not like walking dead and give, like he said, give the character a purpose and something to do. For some reason, I'm just imagining a uh, a Judge Dredd montage to the music of Law and Order, Criminal Intent. And it just shows like stills of him, like you know, same shit that you know did offer. Yeah, at the very instead of instead of Gong Gong, it's Law. Uh, what that? We need to cut that. We need to make that happen. You know what I mean? <laughs> for, the, for the victims of Mega City One. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to Just, see Judge Jury Executioner. These yeah. are these are his stories. Oh. <laughs> it, yeah, it shows him roll up into some other place, and it, at the bottom it pops up, and he's like. <laughs> What? <laughs> What's what, that? What, he's like, what the hell? I'm a trial now, man. What's going on? Really? That's brisk, baby. Remember that old commercial? The yes. Claymation brisk tea commercial? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I, the only way to make it better than having Stallone and Urban both 
participate in it as if they did a cops version and just call it. Oh shit! <laughs> How amazing would that be? It, like, I want, a, <laughs> I want a comedic lethal weapon mashup of RoboCop and Dread. Like, have them partnering together? Yes, buddy cop, dude. Oh, my God. It might be too much awesome for everybody to handle, you know? Like, just have a moment. I mean, like, <laughs> and all it is is, like, a 10-episode run of 30 minutes of them just constantly shooting machine guns at everything. <laughs> <laughs> no dialogue, no music. It's just last time on, you know, whatever they name the show. Previously just, on. <laughs> you, see, you see bullets falling to the ground, you know, in slow mo. Someone's I, dropping a coffee cup in slow mo. I mean, if we're gonna go that far, let's just have you know RoboCop and Dread team up to take on Skynet and Terminators. You know, I mean, let's just take it to the extra step. You know, that's the logical way. I would watch the shit out of that if they really did it. You know, if it was serious or if it was a comedy, you know? Right. But oh, yeah. Shit. What if, what if, yeah. What if they send, oh, fuck, dude. The amount of ridiculous fan fiction that could be spawned from this. I mean, we can write it. <laughs> no right. A, a Skynet time traveling Robocop, dude. Oh, my God. But since he's since he's half like bionic, when he goes through it, you just it, it, he's just totally cooked on the other end. Like his fucking metal's all fucked up, and <laughs> you know it's like we're going to send you back in time. And then back uh, the Back to the Future theme starts playing. No, the the Huey Lewis Back in Time song starts playing. Oh, oh boy, before but yeah, before he does it, he's like, "You can go back in time. You could save Murphy." But that'll undo everything. It it, it does the RoboCop music at first as he's going through the thing. And then once it cuts through, it cuts to that shit where it's like, go back in time, but he's all fucking burnt to a crisp. (laughs) Why why did this happen? (laughs) It's like, damn. I think we're getting that anyway, regardless of whether we want it or not. And Ready Player One. Ready Player One looks good. Yeah, it does. That looks... It looks like a damn regurgitated pop. Everything. It looks like Idiocracy meets the surrogates. <laughs> yeah. Like, that, that movie is going to be Spielberg's way of adapting everything, but not adapting everything. Yeah. Who would be your avatar in Ready Player One? Ooh. And we can pick anybody from anything. God, you could be Pepe, <laughs> Lego Pepe. Batman. Don't matter anything. Pepe, Pepe, Pepe. Um, damn. Who would you pick? Fat Elvis <laughs> with the cape. <laughs> Watch out now. Watch out, Fat Elvis. Felvis. Uh, mm. I don't know. What about you, Trav? What would you go with? I don't know. Like, it's hard to. 
I'm torn between. Oh my God, you're not fucking, fucking disarming a goddamn nuclear bomb here. You're picking an <laughs> avatar. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I said it like some... that. Like, yeah. it's not set yeah, in but... stone. Of course, you can change your avatar. But if I can roll up, I'm Fat Elvis in the white cape. Like, ooh, I'm kicking know, everybody's probably, ass. I'd be like, I guess I would have like a massive Warhammer top fantasy RPG. You'd be like fucking character. Magic the Gathering. <laughs> <laughs> that laugh. Uh, I'd probably Griffin be would be Ninny Poo. Yeah, no, I'd just go Winnie. You know, no, he Winnie would Winnie be Poo. The poo. Yeah, Griffin Poo. Why not? Yeah, <laughs> that'd be my screen name. They're like, what the fuck? Um, Griffin the Poo. Because imagine us rolling. <laughs> I'm just imagine us rolling up. We got Fat Elvis. I mean, come Winnie on, poo, Fat Elvis is enough. We got. <laughs> He's too much, you know. Took too much. Um, I'm. Oh man, yeah. I'd probably go with Winnie the Pooh. Why not? And my fucking finishers, I throw fried peanut butter banana sandwiches at people. That would be. That'd be the <laughs> craziest, strangest party ever. Well, yeah. if you saw the trailer well, my- for the movie, it was fucking strange. Like. I saw Freddy the Krueger. I saw fucking the Batmobile. Freddy the Krueger. <laughs> Freddy the Krueger. Wow. wow. I'm fuck with yeah. Freddy the Krueger. Yeah, he is the Krueger. A little man. bit different than Freddy the Krueger. He's Freddy the Krueger. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. That trailer looked good. It did. Like video game, the movie. Yeah. Well, it's got them everything. Everything. Man. I saw a Batmobile. Yeah. And I'm talking. We saw two different. I'm talking 80s Batmobile. Brian, uh, Brian Keaton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brian Cranston Batmobile. <laughs> oh, he would be a good Commissioner Gordon. He would. Wouldn't he? I agree. Man. I wish they'd let us do movies, you know? <laughs> Um, you want to watch this trailer real quick before yeah. we uh, skedaddle? This is funny. I can't uh, believe you guys uh, haven't uh, seen this. Uh, I'm pretty sure I posted over. this on the fucking thing. You did. I, I missed dog. It's all right. I'm done. I'm not going to post anything else. Man, come on, That was the man. breaker. You skipped the man. disaster artist? I'm done. Come on, man. No, it's like that. Come on, man. I hold a grudge like fucking David. <laughs> God. A 10-year grudge. A, a war machine. You ever heard of the long con? This is the long grudge. Uh, Y'all ready? Damn, these. I What about you, Travis? I, I, I can't watch videos on my end at the moment. I don't even want to watch it now. I'll watch my it. Data, my, my data. That's it. Wait, it's all you need. Yeah, have you ever seen I've that I've never movie? watched it. I mean, do we need to watch it? Yeah. Is that going to be mean, next week's? <laughs> I mean, What's going to be little, next week's? Well, I mean, I thought we'd go back to picking, but shit, I mean, if this is an option. I mean, it's there. I got to pull and Then whenever up. that comes out, we can watch it. Was it worth it? Yeah. Hmm. No, it definitely wasn't. It's got a three point six on IMDb. Oh, it's it's bad. I've heard. That's why I haven't watched it. I mean, there's no. 
I'm like, nah, I'm good. Oh. But I'll watch it. What do you think, Trev? I wasn't able to watch it. No, the the movie The Room. It's like the worst movie of all time. You've heard about remember. it. You've seen the guy. I don't re- I don't remember it, so I guess that, that that's testament in itself. We do have to pick something though. I don't even know whose pick it is. Uh, I think I picked before we started the aliens movies, I did uh what you call it? Yeah. Can't remember yeah. that Naked Lunch. I thought there was one after. Was there? Naked. I don't know. Maybe, uh, hold on. You going to check the Dropbox? Naked Lunch. We did City of Lost Children. That was before and, that. Yeah. What did Travis pick? Well, I'm pretty sure Close Encounters was right after Naked Lunch. Because I've got, I've got the post here. Maybe it wasn't. It follows. Yeah, that was the one that Corey picked. Was that after Naked Lunch? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Adam was the last. I was. You. If you fuck with winner, put your. Yeah, what are we going to watch? Yeah. We got to figure that out. Is there anything? I mean, I've got a. Got a pick? I, got some, I got some stuff in mind. What's up? Y'all, you want me to do a pick? Throw it out there. Um. Well, it's going to be a little bit of a different, different take. Um, from sci-fi because we just did, of course, you know, four phenomenal sci-fi movies back to back. It's a movie I've talked to you guys about, but I don't think that either one of y'all have seen it. I've seen it. And I think you guys would like it. The suspense is killing me. Yeah. It's a, it's a scary movie. It's a horror movie. I'll be called, the judge of that. <laughs> it's called Green Room. Oh, okay. Yeah. I haven't watched it, but I've heard good things. Yeah, I've got it on Blu-ray. Oh. It's... Um, we already punk- know you're coming in with a star. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm already, I'm coming in, I'm showing my hand coming You're in. You're fucking you know? dropping a star before we even watch it. Well, it might change, I, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it might change yeah. the seventh time I watch it, you know. Like. Yeah, you know. Um, Yeah, it's a uh, a punk rock band is forced to fight for survival after witnessing a murder at a neo-Nazi skinhead bar. Sounds like a Tarantino movie. It's got the late, great Anton Yelchin is uh, starring in. Yeah. And he's fantastic. It sucks that he passed. Yeah. He's great. Um, it, I really like it. It's got Patrick Stewart, and he plays the bad guy. That tells you. Anything. So. Is he all British? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. He's staying right there with it. You know what I mean? 
But yeah, that's uh, how's that sound for next week, fellas? I'm good with it. I've been wanting to watch it. You just gave me a reason. Well, you know, no, I <laughs> have to exactly. <laughs> Your wish is my command. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we've got green room next week. Uh, let us know what you thought about Alien Covenant or any of the other Alien movies that we watched these past couple. Um, Real Estate Pod. At, yeah, at Real Estate Pod. Email us if it's too long to tweet. Uh, com. Like us on Facebook if we get 100 Twitter followers. Travis is shaving his eyebrows off. Not for real. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's going to do it. He already said it was. <laughs> I'm gonna make a hundred fake accounts. Nah. Yeah. We, what if uh, we all shave our eyebrows off? Oh man. What if we all shave one off? Oh my god. So instead of three stars, we give it three eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> How's that sound? <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, tune in next week. Green room. I'm excited. Really good. I like it. I'm hoping everybody feels this. Um, I'm expecting somebody to shit on. Yeah, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's probably going to, I'm going to be like, I love this movie. And both of y'all are going to be like, no, man, fuck Hated you. it. Yeah. I'll be like, come on, guys. You're like, it wasn't two snaps and wipe your mouth? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Go watch Alien Covenant, man. Go watch Michael Fassbender be, be creepy. Give a and split performance. Have, yes. I think that's why the budget was so high, because they had to they pay, had to him, pay twice. him twice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 20 mil each. Yeah. Fuck it, you know. Um, he did a $20 million performance. He though. did a good job. Yeah. I can't wait for more. Yeah. I, I just, hope it happens. Yeah. But Prometheus, you know, tanked and they yeah, still pumped us out. It took a couple of years, but. Yeah. It didn't recoup its money because I looked it up. I mean, it did in sales of DVD, of course, and Blu ray, of course, but um, as far as like you box, know, office, box office, yeah. It, it, it didn't recoup. So hopefully we'll still get them. And they need to release it during. At least the tail end of summer, into fall. Because, I mean, come on. It's scary. <laughs> yeah. You know, for, for the most part. So, yeah. Check is in the mail. <laughs>